0: The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. This is your boy, Tobias Woolborn. The name of the marquee is Beer It Is. And I, today I am at the Porter Beer Bar I would say it's probably one of the more famous spots in Atlanta, one of the more famous spots in the country. And I am rapping with a friend, a compadre, mi amigo, and then more. None other than, we'll use your real name just one time, right. and then we're going to the actual, you know, stage name or um, pseudonym, mm-hmm. as we say. My man, Dennis Byron, aka Ale Sharpton. What's up, my brother? What's up, man? What's up? This is Ale Sharpton kicking it with the homie. Uh, man, it's great. I, like you said, I'm, I'm in one of the dopest beer bars uh, in the country, if not the world, of uh, a porter. And, uh, yeah, it's on and popping, man. We had to be in the element, sip some good-ass beer, and, and rap. Yeah, man. So, let's get into it with you. Let's start from the beginning, man. Um, went to Morris Brown, then Clark Atlanta. No, no. I'm Where, sorry. Where'd, where'd you go to undergrad? I went to Cornell. Went to Cornell. Yeah. Then how'd you end up in Atlanta? Um, my dad, I was in Shaker Heights, Ohio, and graduated from there. High school, and then my dad got a dope gig with uh, Emory University, doing their uh, capital development fundraising and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "Yo, we think about moving to Atlanta. I'm saying, "I'm with it. I'll miss my, <laughs> I'll miss my homies, you know, from New York, and then uh, like I said, uh, Shaker Heights." But man, big city, wide eyed, ready to rock and roll, man. And it was, it was awesome. That was like a ninety. 91, that whole family moved, but I didn't get oh, down wow. here until 95. It was a totally different city from then. Yeah. and Al Brazier. Starting to have a little bit of success, so you had that. But then more importantly, the Olympics coming on and the city changing. Yep. It wasn't exactly a craft beer haven, to nope. say the least, when you got here. In fact, I don't even think craft beer really existed because Atlanta Brewing Company, a.k.a. or Dogwood, yep. really wasn't around. Mm-hmm. And my man Crawford barely was getting the first five seasons started. Yep. So there just wasn't a scene. So How did you get into craft beer? Um, Being in New York, going to college up there, and then always just being in the artwork and always like looking at the way artwork was designed on bottles. And then I was always in the flavors. My family is a lineage of chefs. Uh, so I was always the comparing beer with, with food, and it's just always been like that. And uh, coming here, like you said, there weren't that many breweries. There were a few. Dogwood was my joint. used to get it in, but I used to hunt to find craft beer. So, like, Oregon Brewery was here. Uh, Sierra Nevada was here at the time, and a couple other joints were available. But um, I was really looking for that hunt to get some good stuff. Always had to have my boys, Mule good beer in like Brooklyn Black Chocolate Stout and stuff like that oh nice so that's kind of what got me the beer scene of me pushing the envelope to try and find good beer and asking the stores to bring that good good so what would you say was your first good beer where I was like oh shit yeah yeah exactly and yeah you fine we can use that language here on oh sorry yeah, yeah. no you're good no that's fine we're good uh, yeah. uh, you know what The one I really, I really didn't know a lot about IPAs until I had the Oregon IPA, and I just read about it and how what hops, like, really are and how it, you know. And then there's a guy, there was this dope brewery man that gave me, um... Uh, uh, Pinewood, man, and they're not around anymore. No, Pinehurst. They're not around anymore. They're out of North Carolina. And then Burt Grant. And they just really got me to the hop, that extra bitter kind of base to stuff. I was like, yo, I really want to get in the brew. And then I started really getting into it. Then I had La Fendamone, and there was a wrap after that. Oh, La Fendamone, that, that, that yeah, is like one of the intro into beer. For me, it's kind of interesting because, you know, growing up in Atlanta um, and then going to school at Georgia Southern before I finished at Clark, um, you know, everybody's drinking PBRs, everybody's yep. drinking Corona's and Heineken's. And it's so bad, a corona with the grenadine, man, not even like Yeah, you know, so you just didn't know. Yeah, it was um, a club joint. Right? I- exactly, man. that's what it was, with the lime grenadine, whatever it was. Um a Newcastle brown ale was the first thing I had that was actually kinda like kinda cracked ish. Yeah. Kinda, and then I realized that Atlanta oh, Brewing Company made a brown ale. Yep and that for me is where it began. Yep. So it's kind of always interesting to ask like oh, yeah. where a person began and how they got into it. Oh. So the one I had the murder for, though, was the Brooklyn Black Chocolate Stout. That was oh, yeah. My, I was like, yo, my boy Tosh used to bring us down from D.C. Every time he come visit me in Atlanta, man, we'd be on some business shit, and he would always bring me a, one of those, like a four-pack. i beg him to bring me that. Because you know what it was, man? Because you couldn't get it. It was, it, was a, it was a 6% limit, and that was one of the things that helped me really push and get with people who were pushing the law, and that kind of established me in the Atlanta scene as one of the beer pioneers, um, really just like exposing the beer and then sure. writing about it in like hip-hop magazines and stuff. And, and by the way, when he said... You mean six percent alcohol per volume yep. by volume? Yeah, is yeah. yeah. so you see ABV on it? That's yep. what it is. At the time in Georgia, I think well, was it until like two thousand six, yeah. two thousand four, two thousand four. There yeah. was a ABV limit of six percent, which basically is sessionable. You know, kind of easy to drink because again, the state just wasn't ready. To advance themselves On um, beer But what was the ABV On that Brooklyn um, Chocolate Stout thing? Oh it was still 10% Oh that's a big Yeah yes, yeah, a big But beer. the thing was Also that there were Some hands in the business uh, with, That were hindering us From getting the good shit mm-hmm. A lot of lobbying Going on and stuff like that Where they had that Comfort zone That Bible Belt Comfort zone type right. thing Going on So they weren't really Trying to welcome in A lot of hardcore beers But in the same vein You can go ahead And get liquor And stuff like that At 80% Right You know what I mean Or wines or 40 can do whatever proof, you, you know what I mean mm-hmm. Yeah, And that same thing, distilleries, they can do whatever they want. And i tell you one place you can always do what you want. 80 proof, 40% is what I'm like saying. i tell you one place you can always do what you want. Here on Beer It Is, on the CSPN Network, my name is Tobias Woodbourne. Today I'm with the homie, Ale Sharpton. And we're yes, at sir. the border, rapping beer. So, how long would you say you've been, I guess, a beer journalist or beer writer in particular? You know what, I started really writing in 95. Wow. I started writing in 95, man. Um, I was always drinking brew since junior year of high school. Right, right, right. Um, but I was always still that dude who come in with a six-pack of long brow where everybody's having 40s and stuff. When Easy e and the eight ball was popping, <laughs> I was drinking long brows, chilling in the corner. Like, yo, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling with this. Yeah. Not to say I didn't drink OE because that was my, you know, money was a little tight when I was going to Cornell. So I was yeah. getting it in on the OE. One, you sipping. Two, you about to fight somebody. So I kept, I kept that at one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Just enough to... <laughs> Maybe if somebody yeah, scuffs yeah. the, the Air Force One, you no make get a little mad. No but, doubt. Absolutely. You know, not enough to actually really just be out here violently engaging, no right? But, um, so then, like I said, you going from the OE's, low and brow, um... And you, you lived, like I said, you lived in Cleveland. So did you ever drink a lot of like old style, which out of Milwaukee? You ever drink a lot of that um, Matty Bows out of Baltimore, any of that stuff? Uh, no, we didn't get access to that. Oh uh, yeah, because just the yeah, it was in Cleveland. Cleveland it was people were drinking OE um, brass. Uh, what was it? Oh, oh, MD. you right. uh, You know, a lot of the more major out there brands. But Cleveland's beer scene has developed so much since then. But, oh, again, I was oh, drinking, yeah, We're definitely going to get into yeah, that a little bit. I was because. drinking Michelob and, and, and Lone Brown, stuff yeah. like that, with the dope labels. Because there was no Great Lakes. There was no Hoppin' Frog. There was no Thirsty Dog. And we're definitely getting into that. So. We'll, well, here's how we're going to do this. We're going to move from up north to where your roots are, up in Shaker. Shout out to Shaker, man. I, I lived there when I was in Cleveland. That's right. So we had some Cleveland roots. Yeah, man. I, yeah, man. I, I had some really good times in that city, man. And I would say Atlanta is where I learned to craft beer. I would say Cleveland is where I got my graduate course yeah. in the game because, I mean, there's so many great breweries. But for you, like, when you when you do get back up there, where do you go? My boy uh, Cam Newton—I call him Cam Bruton, but his name is uh, Cam Miller. Uh, he took me around. He's really into beer. I kind of got him into it, and he's just skyrocketed from there, writing about beer and stuff like that. So he took me a spot called Red White and Brew, which was sick. Oh yeah. And it was oh, like yeah. out in Buford or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, we went downtown by the um, farmers market. The um. On oh, West Twenty Fifth. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah. Market Garden. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, dude. Yeah. Market Garden. Yeah, and by it the way, was like a brewery on the corner too, yeah, like a brew um, uh, pub. Okay. And then so, there's like a Belgian spot across the street that was really hella like upscale. no and, yeah. and then the market, I think it was called Market or something. It was like a okay. Coast. So so over over in the area, if you're talking about West 25th, because yeah. um, that's where Great Lakes. Is okay, yeah. And the Great Lakes is like Mm -hmm. I call them the sweet water of Cleveland. I mean, there it is. Yeah, Great Lakes is original, yeah, original, old school, been there forever. Yeah, and that Christmas sale when it comes out still shuts it down. Wait, what's the stout they make? That's crazy. Uh, um, I know what you're talking about. It is the it is a 9.5% stout, it'll hit it'll hit me in a blackout, blackout stout. yeah, Yeah, blackout stout. Yep, that is it. Uh, in fact, I got somebody muling me some down recently. Nice. Shout out to you. Keep listening on Beer It Is because I really appreciate that. Uh, and they're barrel aging the, the blackout stop this year. So, Ooh. yeah, we'll be we'll, okay. we'll we'll get on that. I'll make sure I get I got you. some stuff for you, too. And, see, that's how we do this thing. But, um. In that area, you have Great Lakes, just in that one little spot. And you have, like, the Market Garden, which is a restaurant, mm-hmm. group pub, and they do some really cool stuff. Then you have Platform. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, like, what's it like when you go back? You, like, get overwhelmed because there's so much good beer in such man, a small area. Yeah, when We were walking around and showing me all these spots. I man. I felt like shedding tear of how beautiful the beer scene was in Cleveland. I'm like, it's arrived. It's here. Right. And just, in general, craft beer, getting love and different municipalities throughout the country, man. I love that, man. And and, it's, and it, it's because people are cool who are behind it. There are not a lot of dicks in the brewing scene. Yeah, yeah there they really aren't. Really most good people. And people just enjoy themselves. There's, there's a beer around. I don't see a lot of people having an issue. Like, it's good times, man. Like we're having right now, sipping this good-ass beer. So, man, tell me about what the beer you're, you're sipping on, man. what you get? And... I got the, uh, well, I always try to show love locally, so I got the Gangster Skullflaw, which is new brewery. That I had, them on, this year. So I had that, them on episode 10, man. Oh, good people, Sh- yeah. man. Shout out to those guys, Good man. People. I love those dudes, man. Shout out to Skullflaw. And, yeah, um, JP, the, that crew, yeah. Yeah, yeah, JP, my man. Solitary Mosaic, which is um, 6.8%, which is around my range. I'm like 6 to 7 with my IPAs, man, and this one's got a little spiciness to it. It's exactly a single hop, right? tropical notes to it, man. These dudes know what the, the hell they're doing, man. Yeah. Um, my, I think my favorite thing is they have an Upper West Side IPA. Uh-huh. Which is, I mean... The basement's I like my, good, too. I like my IPAs in a 10% range, but oh, I can where? give the a double IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they just... They're brewery facility, man. The water treatment alone yeah. is sheer brilliant to me. Like, the way they... They, they do carbon and they do reverse osmosis. A lot of places even do one right. or the other. Right. They do both. So they strip the water all the way down. Right, right. And then they place the minerals back. Yeah. For whatever style of beer it is That's really dope Because a lot of times With the water sources Which is great You're bringing that up mm-hmm. uh, To show your expertise in it. Uh, it Could be too hard Or too soft Right and It kind of throws Some of the, the beer's elements off So for them to care that much About their water uh, quality Really means a lot And shows in their beer Their beer is fucking phenomenal Yeah I mean They do a really good job man And haven't gotten Into the absentee tissue yet Which is their stout Which again mm-hmm. They take it all the way down They, they make it As if the, it was an island So they study the You know the the water placements and treatments for everywhere they do and then they just go crazy with it man with the malts and just everything they make that beer really well man yeah so yeah. I, and I know it's hard to ask because everybody first of all like whenever i go to a brewery as a young black dude who's well, relatively young i guess right i guess early 30s is young as young, you live bro. young as you live right um and you know, I'd say, "Hey, I'm a beer writer, beer podcaster, food writer." The first say, "Hey, do you know L. Sharpton?" You know, <laughs> I, like, eh, I heard him. He's eye. Right. <laughs> but um, what ends up happening is, so many people like it. So this is going to be a tough question to ask because so many people, you know, love you and what you do. But if you had four or five breweries just in the state that you had to say, "Okay, these are the tops."
1: Who oh, would you start? Man. With?
0: I know, I know. Um. It's all love for all the breweries, number one, because I know know it's so damn hard to make beer and to start a business. Uh, So with that disclaimer out the way, um, in the state, uh, I'm going with Creature Comforts. Shout out. Uh, Damn, I wish I could say Scalflaw. I just want to get a couple more brews from them, but they are definitely, as we discussed earlier, going to be one of the best uh, in the state, straight up. Um, Sweetwater, I just got to do it just because... Of the whole experience they deliver, mm-hmm. and now they're having like a, a one and done kind of thing. Where four of them are one and done on pilot experimental systems, which I've been waiting for them to do. And Now that they're doing it, they're they're in the mix. Yeah. Shout out to Nick um, not getting to actually kind of my guy man getting it kind of through again. Yeah, um, I'm working on getting them on. I, I finally actually got to really sit down with Nick for a minute. Who by the way loves you by the way. Oh right. um, yeah, seriously, like, that's cool. Speaks very highly of you. That's real. Um, and just kind of got the rap of him, and actually he kind of took me and showed me. The pilot system, man. Oh man, it's it's fun. Yeah, like, and he's happy. He's like he's got a whole new playground again. That's doing things right because um, I mean because when you're brewing on a four hundred barrel system, yeah, ain't no room for there isn't much room for experiment. No. Nah. but when you kind of take it down a little bit, and I mean their pilot system is bigger than some places actual yeah. brewery. so I mean it's still not small. Right, but it allows for some experimentation and some fun. In the tasting room For people who are able to go Oh absolutely Uh, If I could uh, say Three taverns as well Just because There's a whole different style They're bringing in A Belgian My man urine over there So yeah yeah Shout out to them um, Mm -hmm. And then um, there's just so many, man, and, and then there's brew pubs. So it was like, yeah. like Orpheus has got the sours going. So I'm gonna take people to the styles that they like, and that's yeah. what Atlanta has now, and Georgia. Like, what style is your joint? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, well, I don't take you to this brewery that specializes in these kind of beers. Right. But pubs, man, wrecking Bar, you're kicking it. The food is phenomenal. Right, right. Um, so just just shoot, cheat and go to a beer bar, and then try all the different beers and see which one is your joint. Well, I, 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 I tell you. Um, uh, Max's slices, Lager, yeah, Max Lager's still doing her thing. Really Max Lager's got a whole new beard department upstairs. Now. Really he got hella taps. Yeah. Okay, so I need to go check yeah, out Max yeah. Shout Lager. Shout out to brother soon. Jay. Y'all yeah, connect you with the owner. He's super cool, man. And that's the thing where I don't think people realize how far Atlanta was coming mm-hmm. and doing it quickly. I was just in Charlotte recently. Oh, of Charlotte Charlotte's dope. Yo, with a robot and Green Man. I mean, they got mm-hmm. some really cool stuff going up there. Yep. So unknown. Yeah. Uh, what bird song? Bird song is Heist. dope. Yeah, yeah. They they got some. Oh man, hop drop and roll from fucking Noda. Yes, man. Noda is stupid dope. Yeah, They got some spots. I, I so literally just bottle shop. Did you go? There? Yes, I did. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I literally just like just went up there for a day. Well, ended up having to be two days. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be as dope as right, it was. Right, right. But just going up there and just. Popping and hitting spots. Mm-hmm. I mean, great. Like, even right now, like I got on the shirt from good people.
1: Yep. Birmingham. Oh, somebody. man.
0: no, you get started on Birmingham. Those are my boys. <laughs> good people are literally what their name is, man. They are good people. They got that El Gordo coming out, the stout where everybody and mama goes and tries to get it. Yeah. Um, I great. think I'm actually going down for that. Oh, it's like the going? 9th? Yeah. It's like December 9th? Yeah, that, yeah. I'm, um... They're, uh, Jay, what is it, uh, Jay Clyde's for brew? Yeah, man, yeah, like, yeah, that's a good spot, Jay Clyde's, yes. Yeah, they just got a lot of cool little brewery spots in there, man, and Birmingham is blowing up, man. We're missing a bunch of them. Um, uh, Avondale. Trim Tab, Avondale, Trim Tab. Uh, yeah, so you name any city, and you know, I do my best with cruising for a bruising, which I do, and that's my my tagline is I just find the best beer in different cities and write about it and show love to them. Hey guys, by the way, you're listening to Beer It Is on the City. Beer it Network. is, baby. My name is Tobias and I'm here with my boy L. Sharpton. He mentioned the site Cruising for a, a Bruising. Mm-hmm. Tell him B-R- where to find you on Twitter, Instagram, and he has one of the dumbest Instagrams out there when he actually posts. I try to at least every other day. Instagram is uh, Real Ale Sharpton And my Twitter's Ale Sharpton And my website's com, And or CruisingForBruising.com uh, No G's in there And yo Come follow me and You'll see me kicking it Probably kicking it With my man I gotta I get a nickname for you, man. We gotta get a nickname. I gotta, right? I, I'm, I'm gonna get though. because we've been talking about this for a minute. From what yeah, I was like we yeah, get the yeah, nickname yeah, going, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I never had a good nickname. No, so. no, a, it's hard to do with your real name, right? Exactly. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> we gotta we, come up with one. No doubt, no doubt. But yeah. congratulations, though, man, on what you're doing, and and you know, I had your back since day one, Always, introducing the people, getting you whatever you need. Um, I put a lot of work into this, and I like to bring the brothers along and just be. Here, Beer aficionados in general, so congrats on what you're doing. In man, house. thank you, man. Thank you for yeah. supporting. It, it, it is definitely a passion project of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, as just you know, I'm still a sports writer by trade. Still do food, but I'm a sports fanatic too. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, man. Like he'll tweet people. He gets into it, man, <laughs> on, on the Twitter, man. So I yeah. see him. But I mean, it's it, this is a passion project. It looks. I mean, hey, you know, if you guys want to support, you know, help help make a living out of it. then, hey, we can make mm-hmm. it work. But either way, I enjoy going and talking to good people who like beer. and it, it's so much more than the beer I mean there's so many things that go into the glass um, so from that what are some of the coolest brewer stories that you have like this meeting a brewer maybe a big brewer maybe a small brewer to somebody like man yo this dude gets it or whatever happened oh man everybody has like an ill story man uh, they really do gosh but oh, by the way before you go there there is one comment thread up notes. Yeah. Most of the successful brewers, that I noticed are married. Or at least have a very supportive partner. Okay. Uh, and I think that maybe that had something to do with it. Like, it's very rare that I meet a brewer who's, like, single, has nobody. Like, normally, they have somebody in their life yeah. who supports them and supports their dream. Right. And I got to make speaking thinking about you. Yeah. You have somebody in your life who really supports out. your dream. Well, and no, shout out to Andrea, man. You know, you got to have that support. Uh, in general, when you're living a dream, it's always nice to have somebody who has, provides the extra backbone. You know what I mean? And, and with brewers, yeah, I guess, none of think about it. A lot of times, if they're happily married or they're just like they have that lady with them working side by side. Like even here at the Porter, this is a husband and wife operation. Mm-hmm. Molly uh, shouted to him, her and Nick. Um, so, yeah, it, it happens. And sometimes if people do a dolo or whatever, Um but in general, there's there's somebody there. It's not a one-man operation, one-woman operation. Right. There's always that someone there. It might not be romantically involved. It could just be somebody who's a best friend and yeah, two dudes support. go in and get it in. Yeah, so, yeah, with that being said, yeah, this, there's definitely validity to that. But um, as far as good-ass stories, man, geez, like... I like what my boy Todd is doing. Um, I, I need to think, though, what a really dope... Uh, yeah, get back to me on that one. Okay, That's well let me ask you this. Okay, we mentioned <laughs> brothers in the in the craft, man, and shout out to our Facebook group, you know, we can put all that out there, but you know, they know who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can kinda do our thing, man. Um, how do we get more black people on the business side of it? Because I think now we're we're at least drinking more beer, but how do we get more into the business side of it? Whether it's reporting on it, making it, um, distributing it. You know this the whole thing and there's so many different la- layers to the chain that you know money can be made or at least be on the other side of the business I think uh, I'll shout out I meant uh, Todd from Floor, by the way but fantastic, but but anyway yeah. um, to get more black people in yes um, I think it's happening and I think it's a gradual process I don't think we need to march down the street to be able to really important issues to to address on that level but Amen. in terms of what we're doing I think it's, it's, it's evolving, man. It's not something that's a revolutionary process. I think brewing, it's, it, it's, it's all about patience, and it's about taking mm. your time to do it, just like what it is here in Atlanta, of it developing into a great beer city. Now it is. And I think the same thing will happen with minorities, women. It will gradually happen where people start realizing and getting educated from what we're doing and doing podcasts and me writing articles and using social media to, to uh, relay the message that beer is ridiculously dope. It has so many flavor profiles compared to mm-hmm. any other beverage in the world. Right, right, right. And I will, I will go to war with that statement. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's why I do beer dinners and, and host people and do events around art and beer because I like to expose beer to different wow. cultures, especially our own. So with that being said, man, I, I want to keep that going and, and get as many people on board as possible, just like what you're doing as well. And so what are some events you got coming up? You got anything oh, coming up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to have... Um, Bruce Brims and Beats 3 coming up, man, which is going to be crazy. That's yeah, I, was, I went Flo. to the last one, yeah. Yeah, and that was that Lady Bird. Shout mm-hmm. out to them. I'm going to do another one with them in the spring, but i don't do a winter joint with winter hats. Nice. And uh, we're going to be, I'll give you a date for that once we solidify the space, because it's a dope space. It's going to be like, unlike the other two that we did, and um, that's going to—that's basically with Gorn Brothers, and you wear Dobas dope-ass hat, you come in, get your sip on, and some crazy beer I will curate. We're going to have Mike Flo from the Dead Prez and... Um, we're going to have different tastings going on And, and um, yeah, it's going to be nuts, man And Mike Flo, he just moved to New York But he's going to come back every time we do something together And oh, that's yeah, awesome, He's got man. a group called Royal um, Yeah, look up Mike Flo Got you, man And you know what? I don't know, maybe I can help you out on that too Because I would love to just just talk to people about the beer What you're drinking, why you're drinking it mm-hmm. And I think one of the things is What I've noticed with, a lot of times with sisters in particular So you'll get a sister who's like, oh, I don't like dark beer, right? Mm -hmm. And then you'd be like, yo, okay, so do you like coffee? Yeah, I like Starbucks, blah, blah, blah. What kind do you like? Mm -hmm. And so she'll end up drinking like a crazy, complicated, barrel-aged coffee style. Yeah, yeah. or even the one you just had, the milk and cookies joint. Yeah, by Wicked Week, yeah. Shout out to them, man. And so, yeah, so because it'll have a chocolate nose, Mm -hmm. it'll drink really smooth, so a lot of it's just getting people past that mental barrier of what they think beer is or isn't. Yeah, a lot of sisters will say, I don't drink beer, period. And I'm like, whoa. That just makes me and I accept that challenge because I will find a beer that they like and I'm batting a thousand, I'm undefeated, I'm <laughs> all undefeated. of that, and and you will have a beer that you will like. Because I think there's something for everybody like where I think whereas look I and I, I drink wine, I I'll go to a other nice half But yeah, so anyway, pause for the cars real quick. But yeah, so um that's the thing, like I think you can get people into beer in different ways and you'll be and I've always been amazed at what people will drink if they'll try it. Yeah, you got to taste it. The, the Half the battle is opening your mind to be willing to try something, and that's the hardest part. Once they get start, they're open to trying it, then, then you can definitely educate and, and, and enlighten them on how good beer can be. You could get a fruity beer, something that's sweet, something that's yeah, sour. Or, like every tasting note, beer can emulate. It sweet. can, because like one can't do that, because a, a Cabernet is a Yeah, all of that. A Cabernet is going to be a Cabernet, Chardonnay is going to be a Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a good try cat. But it's going to be what that is. No matter... Now, yeah, some places will have better grapes, Some places may have some better techniques. But it's going to be what that is. Yeah. But I can take a stout, and I can do a thousand different variations on that one stout. I can take a base of a stout and do several different things. Where well, I can add some orange. I can add some cinnamon. I can add this. I can barrel age it. Right. That's or right. I can barrel age it in different types of barrels. Right. So, yeah, there's so many different things that yeah. you can do. Absolutely. So... By the way, guys, listen to Bearded On the CSPN Network. My name is Nebias Wilborn. Here, my boy L. Sharpton. And really quick, just so you know, if you want to help us out here, visit CSPN.us. and click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down, click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, apparel, jewelry, and more. For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends CSPN a payment. That payment helps keep your podcast absolutely free Digging. for you, for everybody you know. Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Do it today. By the way, if you shop at Amazon often, bookmark the link. Add it to your homepage so that you can help CSPN each time you order. And thank you for your support. I'm going to shop right now on Amazon. Hey, man, let's get it, man. Hey, look, they, they serve beer. Holiday shopping on Amazon. They, 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 they sell bill making supplies and things of that nature, so- You know, there's always ways to contribute to the cause, so... made something like or yeah, you work? Yeah. Um, I judge a lot of beer contests and then this, nice. this dude kept winning and I said, you know what, let me meet this cat. Mm-hmm. And I pulled him aside and it was him and his brother and his name is John Sherry and he is my dude. Like, And I've started John taking Cherry, him around yeah. when I was going to different spots. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a magnificent brewer and I'm going to get him to the point he needs to be. Um, but he is phenomenal and I said, look, I got these beer ideas I want to make. You think you can make them with me? And he was like, he showed me love. He knew who I was and really like That's dope, man. I gave my stickers and a whole nine and he just was yeah. like, hell yeah. So we got together, I told him the recipes, and then um we made this beer I always wanted to make. It was a chocolate mint imperial stout. Ooh, I, it, I love mint. I love chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that was my joint, like, man. I love like, chocolate, yeah. That's uh, crazy. Like a thin mint, man. I oh no, my god, Exactly. Liquid thin mint. So I made a um a I had a whole name for it, chocolate mint oh. pimp. And he was like, oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, so we went and did the best we could to make it, and it came out phenomenal. Mm. I only have one bottle left, and I'm excited to to crack it. It's going to be a special occasion, but, yo, people are like, yo, that is, you need to market that. And I am... Uh, sooner than later, but uh, yeah, I do make my own beer, but only with John. I like to do it with him. Man. Nice. Is John brewing somewhere or is just home brewer now? He has a setup now, a really. Set setup. And, uh, okay, yeah, and then I'm gonna collaborate with some people down the line. I'll let you know. you be one of the first, of season. course, please do because whatever Cheers, I can do to support, man. Man, salute, to salute. To whatever support I can do to support him. and help, man. Because I think like there's so many people. Like we have a mutual friend, um, ATL man, who's kind of doing What's some really guy? cool stuff, man. And I just did Instagram on him. I was in the airport and I gave him some love, and uh, he's he. He always asks me questions and just is hungry to get involved, so I got his back too. I, and, I, and I think that, and that, that's what I was mentioning earlier, because Georgia in particular makes it really hard to get in on the yeah. initial part of starting a mm-hmm. brew because you got to brew on at least ten to fifteen barrels in order to make a living. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they hustle. They it's 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 an all day grind, man. Right. And you know if you guys every Brew days are long, man. Yeah. Look at look at how clean the breweries are, and how they're the, the owners are on their knees scrubbing down the floors to make sure everything's spick and span, and and the chemistry involved in the everything. Yeah. So 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 much respect goes in the beer, and every brewery I go to it builds a moment. Yeah, it is not just. Hey, I just want to get you drunk. Like this is like no, my either. passion, my love goes into this. Like right. being able to acquire the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different things that, like, you know, I was a message in the group the other day where it was like, oh well, they shouldn't say malt beverage. I'm like, well, beer has malt. Mm-hmm. It's not a malt liquor, mm-hmm. but the beer has malt. So again, that's just one of the things where people just have to continue to. There's evolve. Some picky stuff going on. Right. I just got back from. Um uh, I went down to Sandestin, Which is really dope And explored their beer scene Nice and put, I did a whole bunch of Instagrams for that as well Real sharp, Sharpton Once again And um, I went to Idle Hounds man And they were cool I loved them cool. And then I went to Grayton They were cool there's this beer bars that they got, man. Craft bar. Oh man, there's some stuff there. And that's in, that's starting to work on. Man, it's, it's 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 getting there. Florida, Florida is on the come stuff. up period. Yeah. I mean, you got Tampa, which has a great scene. Yeah, yeah, cigar um, city and all those. And then Orlando is coming up ten ten. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to get them on in the next couple of weeks. Really looking forward to talking to those what's guys. The, what's the light? The bar something light? That's um, red light, red light, red light. Yeah. And. That is as good of a beer bar as there is in the southeast, maybe in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, different feel than the Porter and Brookstore could actually have, like, TVs and stuff. Different different vibe. It's a little sports bar but their list is crazy. Right. They have a good cellar. Right. Um, and they get beer from around the country, but they really specialize a lot of the Florida beer. So you see, like, Proof out of Tallahassee. You'll see um, our good friends, Funky Buddha. And oh, some other they're, they're kicking ass, man. They got Cute. that sweet potato casserole. So, and it's amazing. And, and, and the crazy thing is they sell it in a six-pack mm-hmm. or down there, unlike here they're in Georgia, there are actual bottle shops where I can go and buy one or two bottles. I can go to Publix and buy one or two bottles. Yeah, a, yeah. You can buy a 12-ounce bottle of that beer for like two bucks. Yeah. And it's like a yeah. 7.8% they, they, they know sweet this stuff, potato man. beer. And it smells good because it has that coriander and the cinnamon and all that stuff. And that is a real And that's not even, like, one of their top ones. That's just a good go-to. Yeah. And so not to mention, like, the... All their, like, baking stuff and yeah. different oh, man, things get good. real crazy. I got shot my brother Lamont, too. He made a sweet potato uh, beer before that one came out. My mom had an awesome recipe, and so you want to make that. So we made that with John Sherry as well. Was, oh, my gosh. Oh, man, so wait a minute. Yo, so wait a minute. You hold it on me, bro. I ain't never had any brews, man. We going to get it in. I got, I got a couple left. Now, make sure you go try it. Yeah, man. I'm, no, I'm, I'm killing it, bro. I, was, I wouldn't even for it. I'm, I, I'm, excited. I'm excited for you because... You know you've been doing this thing for so long. So, what is the next evolution for L. Sharpton? Uh, Making beer my beer show. I have a lot of beer episodes on television. I mean on the web right now. Actually, I'm on TV too. Uh, Atlanta eats a lot. I'm with them a lot, man. Shout out to them. Yeah, Steak Shapiro and those guys. Steak and all them. They always look out and they want me to be on there, and I'm with that anytime they want. Um, And Maria. Then I'm up to be on um, on Europe. I'm up to be on uh, the Travel Channel in Europe. Um, That comes out next week. Nice. Um, so, November, guys. So, yeah. You so, what, what, to where'd them. you go in Europe? Can you, can you tell me? Oh, you? well, no. They came here. And oh, nice. we needed to take them around Georgia. Oh, really? So I took so them around to different spots and hooked them up with a lot of breweries. I had them go to Creature Comforts and link up with them. And, um, I had them collab with a few other people. Uh, Craig from Hop City. Oh, yeah. Um, exactly. I had them Hop go City. to, uh, yeah, Sweetwater, a couple other spots I hooked them up with. And um, then, they, at the end of the day, I had a little bottle share with them, man, which was crazy. So, you're out of town. Um, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I got to get my I life together, man. I bottle share, uh, and it was crazy. It was at Hampton Huts. So uh, they're gonna, they had that bottle share film. They're going to put it on the Travel Channel, and I heard it's crazy, and they said, I'm going to love it. So I have to sell it those ladies, to see that. Man, I'm excited for you, man, yeah, because yeah. I just remember when you first started the site and it's kind of writing a little bit and just mm-hmm. growing it. Now, like, this multimedia brand off. The things that you enjoy like I How love it. beautiful does that feel man it's, it's, it's a blessing man But it's also a hustle It's um, a grind And I write for a lot of magazines I write for lifestyle publications With the car stuff And then with the beer stuff man Like First We Feast Shows Me Love I have a um, series where I do Beer tastings with uh, rap artists And just cool people in general And then um, uh, I have a great one With that Lover coming out It's really fun Really? But, Ed Lover's in the beer? No But he, he got into it when But he on the drive Yeah 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 And he was really It was here We did it in the back cellar In the the porter So what was something That he liked That would kind of He went nuts You know Schlafly sent me um, They they see what I do Schlafly sent me An imperial barrel aid stout Mm -hmm. And he was just like Oh man That's crazy He went nuts on that one Um, I poured a lot of Different things I poured the uh, The joint from uh, Hella High I got from uh, 21st amendment To Mm -hmm. show them That you can make Fruit with beer Nice Yeah so I I poured that He liked that He was like oh shit So he's just bugging On everything I poured That's really cool Because when I was Doing work in Tallahassee Um George Clinton lives down there, mm-hmm. and so shout out to Proof, shout out to Byron, by the way, down there. And one of the cool things I got to do with him was we actually brewed beers that were named after some of his songs. Okay, so they did like a white what chocolate Proof. Uh-oh. Okay, now, yeah. So we did like a white chocolate thunder type right. thing, and so and he's not a beer guy; he's more of a wine guy. Yeah. But that day. He was into it, yeah. and he was just so amazed mm-hmm. with what beer could do, so ever since then, he's been into craft beer, and again, that goes into the introducing, Um working on stuff with Killer Mike coming up, and mm-hmm. who is becoming a craft beer guy, which yeah. is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, they want to eat a, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, man, so it's, it's about to be crazy. Yeah, I'm excited, man, I mean, and First We Feast is a really cool site, man, mm-hmm. so again, my boy L Sharpton, that's his Twitter Check him out because he's out. He's everywhere doing it. So, all right, it's fall and it's actually a little cool. We both got on sleeves today. Mm -hmm. God, I I like the fall because I can I can accessorize. I love clothes, so I try to pair with all kinds of stuff. Man, it's just a rock and roll. I love to be able to wear a lot of different things in the fall. So, man, but what are you drinking in the fall, man? What are you drinking in the fall, going into winter? I on IPAs all day long, all year long. What um, yeah. I definitely am interested in what stouts come out, uh, Imperial Stouts to warm up the soul. Yes. So, I mean, they're getting much more inventive every year with fusing um, a lot of styles and flavors into stouts. So with that being the case, man, like... Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. There's a uh, uh s'mores, marshmallow joint from Smoney Mo's money Nose I'm about to uh, check out. Nice. Um there's just tons of different beers, man. I just can't wait. And then I wanna see what Bourbon County, how they bounce back from their little two thousand. Infection issue. Yeah, issues. but they they still make some gangster shit. No, they're they their do. original barrel-aging stout. They so are. So you got to show love to them, man, no matter what. So I mean, the and issue. they said they're said doing the pasteurizing. I'm actually supposed to be getting with a couple of those guys like in three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to just... Well, tell them I shot them out, man. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to learn what they're doing and how they're fixing that issue, but man... Their barrel-aging facility is crazy. That shit... Mm-hmm. My first BCBS, man, I... I May have shed an angel tear or two. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's bananas, and now I, I think they're doing four variants on it this year. Mm-hmm. So, oh I'm, really? Yeah, they got a vanilla, and they do all kind of different, whatever. So I'm looking they do forward to cool stuff. So, but any particular local, local, local fall winter beers you're kind of looking forward to? I, I want to see what Burger's going to do. I'm, um, I'm going to go over to, uh, um. What's this far right here? The brewery, right? wrecking bar And they always have some... They have a strong beer fest, and I'm going to be out of town for it. I was Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to that. I am going to judge it. If, well, if Neil Ingleman in. in actually returns the phone call, <laughs> and we make that thing right, but yeah. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's He'll, a grinder. Um, he makes a hot noggin, man, and i am been begging him to get that out, so I've been waiting on that. Um, it's a fantastic uh, double IPA, but it's not multi as you would think. It's really just solid, so I'm a big fan of his IPA. Um yeah, so what Stout saying, I just want to see what people gonna do, and it it could be any brewery if it's really like, they, you know. I'm I'm, in I'm, I'm, he, I'm hearing that um the boys up at Kennesaw are supposed to be some really cool oh, stuff. Burr Hickory? Yeah, Bert Hickory. Yeah, I hey, saw Scott, Scott. Scott's crazy, y'all. He Did is. You ever meet somebody who's bananas? <laughs> He's just so wired, and like I love that dude, man. And um I saw him the other day at the Georgia chapter room. Shout out to Jeremy and um Adam over there. Nice, uh, yeah, good spot. Love getting my brews over there. Uh, and uh, he was there and he just so excited talking about the new stuff he has out and, you know he calls himself Malcolm Mendoza Keys as, as, as you know messing <laughs> with me with my A.L. Sharpton thing man you know what and he's just a guy. he's a funny dude yeah, and he's, he's a cat who how do I say this um he you kno- gotta let him grow on a little bit yeah yeah it because he's a little gruffy <laughs> and you know he he's a little scruffy he's edgy, he's, edgy. He's, edgy. he's edgy but he's really into music yeah I mean, well you know you, well, you know how he started his his um, his spot by selling all those albums yeah. that he had. So yeah, big music guy. You know, he says he shreds a little bit. I've heard him play. He's a high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. No, he can play guitar for real. Um, but again, he's just a dude who I think he knows his place in the world yeah. and is so comfortable with himself. So where if you don't like him, that's on you. Yeah. And he moves on. But yeah, um, I, I'm hearing that he's got a really cool stout coming for the fall yeah, of the that graham cracker one a lot of people. the big shanty. Yeah. That's a good I mean and it's one I think it's sell a six pack. And yeah. it's not that expensive. I wanna try the new El Gordo. Yeah, yeah I, I can't wait to get down there. People. Yeah, I can't wait to get down um, there. Um looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh shoot. I mean then three taverns has crazy stuff like the heavy bells which is out now. Oh man of that. And that Feast Noel know, Noel the well they Feast got going the on the right walls, now. Crazy. Um dude they have they had I was over there the other day. Shout out to Brian Purcell. Shout out to Yoren and the crew. Yeah. They had they had the vertical of the Feast Noel. They had the 0, yeah. the fourteen to 16 That's fun. On and yeah, this I had the Uber hold. We'll yeah. just say that. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. And then Reckon Bar, of course, they got to, they got to, they do that Mexican style crazily, bro. Well, so it's fun, man. All right, boys. So we're back here again at the Porter Bar and with my man Ale Shapkin on. Here it is. My name is Tobias Wilborn, and yeah, so. We're talking about just the different places who are doing cool things, man. So beyond the state, around the country, what are some winter or any winter beers that people should be looking out for? I always want to see what Founders is going to do. Oh yeah, I love those guys. <laughs> Founders <laughs> does a lot of fun things, and I mean breakfast breakfast out is crazy. But um, I just look, y'all. Go to the go to places like Hop City and Greens, and and other spots like Tap inside Palm City, or any mm-hmm. any of your breweries, and since you're listening, hearing this wherever you are, just go to that craft beer store, show them love, and spend time, plan and spend at least half an hour Talk to look them. and talk to them. Ask them, yo, what is the new stout that's coming out? Or if it's not here, when should I come back? But if for winter, I say stout, or like your quads come out around this time, or your double IPAs. Look for them and find out and do the tasting for yourself. Or better yet, go to a beer bar, and don't be afraid to ask for a sample. Say, hey, can I have a taste of this? And they, they should be able to give you a taste. If they don't, then... You might be in the wrong bar. Yeah, they, you might be in the wrong bar. Well, unless if it's a... I know there's one beer bar in particular. Well, I'll say you. Some, some shy away from a real heavy-duty beer because it's so expensive. Right. I, I respect that, but ask. They I have to see what beer. they do. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, for me, I, like I said, and this is for <laughs> my time living in Ohio, so I, I'm hooked on the Winter Warmers, man, so... Uh-huh. You know, I am still a Great Lakes Christmas Ale fan. Oh, yeah. Um, Christmas Ale's are fun. A lot of spices in there. I love those eggs. beers. And I'm so excited to see what... Because they're going to barrel-age the Christmas Ale this year. Mm. And... But they're going to give you a bottle, man. How about your boy. Oh, we already know. Because like, anything I get, we're going to share. So, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Just the same thing I know you're going to do for me, but... Um, Uh, like that, but hey, of course, because I mean, he gets the the good beer, and so Uh, you got you. So, you guys, like, if you listen to this podcast, you know, I think you guys kind of know I I know a little Smidgen about beer, but this guy knows a lot, so this is one of the people I come to and I ask questions, and I'm so glad I was able to to get him on today. No doubt, I got you. You said you needed me on the show, and I'm like, yeah, when and where, man. And we made it work, work, man. I had my football yesterday, so like I said, I'm a fantasy football. I've won many Super Bowls. I don't fuck around. Right. So, look. So, I am in a league where we literally... We have we have a bottle league. And basically... That's what I have. Yeah. So, basically, it's like, all right, you put one of your whales... Oh, by the way, okay, people don't know, whales are considered the hardest to get of the craft beers. So, you you put on the list... You know, one of your big boy beers. That's why whale watching is so big. Right. Which, you know, I, it kind of annoys me a little bit. It, actually, while we're there, what's your take on that? Like, what? Are you a whale watcher? Are you not? Uh, because I'm, I'm not, man. I mean, if I come across something crazy, I just, I'll just i just put it on, incubate it, and chill back. And and when I have somebody special that I want to share it with, I'll crack it out. I ain't tripping on that trading. And, and although it's really fun, another fun element to craft beers. It's not my thing. Yo, you were my homie. I know it might be worth fucking $300 bottle, and there are bottles that are worth $300. There are. There But, are. but I'm cracking it with, with my peoples. If you come through and somebody else, I'm like, yo, I got this joint I've been holding on to. You know, crack it. Like, what I bought up? this, uh, I got this, this is as fresh as it comes. This is, this is tropical, but it's hard to get. But this is a, uh, this is made this week. Oh, Ooh. So I just wanted to, you know what I mean? Of drop course. it off to the homie. I mean in, in, in you general. can't go wrong with a fresh drop. No. Tropicaya. This is creature comfort's tropical. And and but I think for me, like, okay. I have my go-to's. Everybody has like a go-tos. What's what are some of your go-tos? Like, I can pick it up easy. I don't have to think about it. Uh, uh A canned fresh grapefruit sculpting, I will not lose. It's a little steep, True. but it's it's one of my favorite IPAs just because okay. it's just so balanced and bright especially in the cans I'm not into the if I had to pick I'd choose cans over bottles okay so you're a can man it tastes different to me okay. it does It does in a good way um, it poured up yeah. obviously in proper glass yeah Yeah. Um, victory makes some great fantastic IPAs oh I love victory dirt wolf is gangster I just the thing is I just gotta look on the bottom you see me in that cooler for a good 20 minutes looking to see what the date is on the bottom of whatever it is or on the side of the bottle or whatever I can find out what the date is on it I'll even ask the person like hey when did this come in because you, there is a difference because you're an IPA guy yeah. and IPAs and again thank you guys for listening to Beer It Is each and every week mm-hmm. and I hope as we go through this as I learn and I grow you guys learn and grow too so there's certain beers that lay down well I mean by laying down for people who listen for the first time it means you can rest it age it a little bit yeah. like you said incubate it put it up And you don't really need much to age. If you have a dark closet, maybe a little bit of wood, you can put it to the side. If it's a good stout, a barrel-aged stout, strong ale, a porter, something like that, you can kind of put it to the side. Some of the Belgian quads, those sit really well. But certain beers, you need to be drank fresh. IPAs, absolutely. IPAs are that, not that it will be ridiculously gross, but if you're not IPA ahead, you're going to want the brightness of the hops as soon as possible. So and that's the one thing where that fresh date is is really official. That's important. And I think everybody needs to. Everybody needs go-to. Because, I mean, look. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not a baller. I, I do all right for myself. I'm not a baller. I mean, I know some people who are. But I, I can't afford to drink whales every I, I need, like, one of mine is, we mentioned... We've been some local breweries Wild Heaven Dare Brown Ale Now they got the nitrode on the yeah, cans the like Ah, dude Nitrode You give me a nitrode I'm good Creamy Great job Shout out That, that was another one of the breweries I actually wanted to shout out It yeah. Wild Heaven Shout out to Nick these, Shout out to these, Eric These guys, man Eric is a class act mm-hmm. um, And Auto Nick is it's just Slick Nick is cool as shit um, they just really are about to do some craziness with their barrel-age programs. Yeah, they're about to blow uh, up. Their sours, like everything. But they also got some IPAs I've been begging them to make. So I think they got a dip on deck, too, which I can't wait for. So yeah, I've been hearing I about love the dip Wild one. Heaven. I've been covering them. Since they were, they were one of my first blog posts, man, Wild Heavens. So, wow. of love to them. Coming out of Paste and when Eric was up in Athens mm-hmm. doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. We opening the first really original beer bar of Georgia, the Trapeze. Wow. Um, shout out. To, I love Eric, man. That's my guy, man. Yeah, he's good yeah. people, man. Yeah. And shout out to his lady as well who who runs like, the Georgia Craft Association, yeah. man. So, yeah. you yeah, know, dances, yeah. yeah, just a lot of good people really doing their thing in this crazy, crazy industry. Man, that's it's awesome, and like I said, how we're naming people just shows how cool the beer scene is. And I could go on and on, and I didn't hope I didn't leave any breweries out. I know we didn't get to cover all of them, right? But but just come and make your own pick on what your joint is, man. Well, let me ask you this: like, why we're we talking Georgia? Because it's so hard, man. I mean, because we didn't even get into South Georgia with the Eagle Creeks and Statesboro, um, yeah, yeah. and um, what's my um. The Beer Bar slash Brewery. Moon River. And, oh, yeah. That was my guy, John yeah, Pinkton, yeah. and just so many good people. Be- Southbound. Man, Service. The, service, All of them yeah. joints, man. They, they got, yo, Savannah's another spot that's really fun to uh, get it in. Crystal. hmm Oh, uh, that's a great beer bar. Really old school vibe, man. But go to Crystal. That shit is crazy. Um, Savannah's awesome, man. Savannah's got some good stuff. Overall, southbound, like you said, service, like, yeah, great people. And then, of course, like, like, Coastal Empire. Coastal Empire. And then, like, even when you get into North Georgia, man, there's, like, some of the smaller spots, like Left Nut up in Gainesville. I mean. You got the GOATS. GOATS, yeah. Lady owned Joint. Oh, man, I am going up there pretty – I was up there – Shout out to Hotspot ATL I went on one of his beer tours I had him on a podcast last week I think Oh right. what's up man, Hotspot Yeah man, yeah. hey, they're doing their thing mm-hmm. And that beer tour took me through that Roswell area yeah. And so Gate City And geez, baby, Roswell go. Yeah, and so Abby the Holy Ghost was one of them And her story is crazy Because I mean, she was either like I'm going to be a nun, I'm going to brew beer Oh wow that, that, that's a religion, that religion and Beer kind of intertwined every once in a while. Right, well, yeah, I mean, Martin Luther, for instance, was a brewer. Oh, right. Yeah. And so he's like one of the originators of, like, well, not originally, but one of the forward thinkers of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And he brewed and he drank beer. So, yeah, like that's where a lot of that started. So, obviously, for her, she literally had the choice. And of course, oddly enough, she was sitting in Brickstore Pub yeah. and had a beer too. It's like, you know what, I'm going to make beer. And here we are 20 years later, and she's owning a brewery. That is really good. So, that's her thing. I mean, and if you can see getting to Kennesaw, we talked about Burn Hickory, Dry County, but man, Trey up there. Damn, Dry County. Yeah, man. They got some stuff in the works, man. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they're going to do. Overall, man, it's, it's, it's shout out to Georgia. It's, it's, a t- it's a tough scene here because I don't think you could come in here now and not be good. Yeah. Yeah. The distributors, too, are starting to get independent, man. Like Jason and those guys at Liberator. Yeah. Those are my homies, man. And uh, they're bringing Burial in and all kind of crazy stuff. I, I can't even say what they're going to bring in yet, but it's going to be crazy. Well, just Burial alone, yeah. man. I mean. That's going come up. That's mm-hmm. good for the state because they're doing some really cool stuff, man. Um, Lone Rider from Oakland is coming down here. And- oh, they're down here. Yeah. you are here. Yeah, Unknown is dope. Yeah, we said them already. Yeah, and so there's just the point is there's a lot of good beer in the South. Um, Anything before we got here, anything out of the region that you're drinking that you like? I mean, I know it's so many. I know it's hard to kind of narrow down. There's just so many, dude, and that's that's the blessing of it all—to get to look and see what what's going on out here. So, like I said, everybody just dive on in. I just put an article up today about uh, uh, Uni Brew collaborating with Megadeth and mm-hmm. doing a go brew brew with them. Um, so that's on my website. So just everything, y'all. Uh, Ludacris Chris just opened up a spot. In the chicken and beer, yeah. He's beer. probably doing it. Yeah, yeah. So does he have some good beer on there? We're all about. Yeah, yes, has- yeah. He got some stuff on there. Uh-huh, really? He got Wild Heaven on there. He got um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got three taverns. He got a couple of. Junk- wait, wait, me Ludo's a L- 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 craft beer. Or somewhat. We learning? I'll find out. Okay. You find, yeah. Uh, but but nah. I mean, I know he's a chicken guy. I know he's a chicken. He ain't gonna come out with something that ain't his stuff is official. So. Well, look, if the chicken's good, <laughs> and, and he, he, had, got to, he got a honey biscuit or something, and oh nice, some other stuff he's got popping. So I'm gonna check it out. Uh, but yeah. But, y'all, thank you for listening to my brother here, Tobias May. He's a beast, and um, he's dedicated, and you're dedicated for listening to him. So I'm giving him a shout-out again on what he's doing, man. And to have me on is an honor, and I I appreciate it. Well, guys, listen, man, I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Here it is, and we are out.